0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Integrate and Conquer podcast, brought to you by Mojo Active and hosted by Miles Biggs and Tracy Johnston. Tracy, I feel like you're very excited for our guest today. Would that be the case? I
1: am. (laughs) Yes.
0: So everyone listening, if you hear me very quiet, that's just because Tracy is gung-ho and firing away those questions. We are joined by Carol White, who has a very accomplished career in corporate communications, and lots of experience in marketing as well. An interesting story to share about how she graduated from Penn State, but ended up in LA and a few places in between. So Carol, Trace is excited, but I'm also excited to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for joining us.
2: Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, let me just share a little bit of what my background is. Uh, Yes, I graduated from Penn State and went to New York City. And my starter job was at a writer in the public occasions department of a big eight accounting firm. And then I transitioned into being a self-taught marketing person. And it was kind of a sideways transition for someone with a master's degree in French and English literature. But back in the day when the world was young, you could do that kind of thing. So after that... I moved to the Los Angeles area, and my career was in business-to-business marketing, uh, most specifically in the professional services world. My company provided services to accounting firms, law firms, and bank trust departments, largely around tax law and tax preparation. Hopefully, I haven't put you to sleep yet with that exciting <laughs> accounting story. It was, interesting. it was actually a very interesting industry, and it does continue to be so. And I was in charge of pretty much the whole range of things, advertising, sales collateral, trade shows, some PR, customer newsletters, you know, the, the basics. And then after some years, I was asked to move from Los Angeles to Chicago, which was the headquarters of our parent company. And I was asked to help set up and and staff an integrated marketing group with an emphasis on direct or response marketing. And that was really interesting because that was a whole new area for my company. So it gave us something to really dig our teeth into, went from using exclusively a sales force to telemarketing, web-driven information, et cetera, using the social media, a real sea change for my company. So that led me to being involved with the Chicago Association of Direct Marketing, which is one of the largest regional direct associations in the country we had about 1200 members and you you know exactly who our members would be much as they are for cp square which we'll talk about in a minute during that time i focused on our annual showcase featuring members and outside speakers vendors etc and that led to my becoming president of the organization which was a great experience and led me to meet all kinds of interesting people in the industry so That being said, when I retired from the corporate world, I decided to move back to State College, disproving the title of the Tom Wolfe novel, You Can't Go Home Again. (laughs) And here I was. And shortly thereafter, Mark Dell'Estritto started CP Squared, which was then called the I-99 Ad Club. And I decided I would get involved with that. And I did so. And um, Mark asked me to join the board. And I told him I would do that. And I promised never to say anything like, we know how we did it in Chicago. So, <laughs> but I think I people stuck. love
1: that. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Exactly. So I think I think I stuck to that uh, commitment. And so that's kind of where I am right now.
1: Well, I love that you're taking your expertise from your career and you're choosing to use that to give back with your leadership skills and plug that into your hometown community and help shape and influence young professionals in the state college area. That's pretty you know,
2: awesome. It, it thank you. Thank you for, so much for saying that. It's been actually very fulfilling and fulfilling for me too because it's kept me rather sharp and I find myself really enjoying sharing, as you say. So it's been it's been generally a good thing.
1: And what about that industry as a whole, like the corporate communications?
2: Well, it's an interesting industry because it's very conservative was very much more conservative even a few years ago. Um, so we had to be very careful sort of how we presented ourselves to them so in turn they could present themselves in the right way to their clients. Right. And so we, when we did um, qual- qualitative research with our constituency. The other thing, too, is they always said, we are professionals. So treat us as that. Don't give me a fluffy message. Give me a message that is business like, that's appropriate to what I'm doing and helps me with my business. So very much a business to business mentality.
1: Right. So in that, did you ever face anything? I know, I know, likely not anything as much as the like magnitude of COVID nineteen, but right. but was there something along those lines that came across that impacted many of your customers?
2: Um, I would say one of the things that, and this is going to be sound so minimal in the face of what's going on today, um, we dealt with, t- with tax reform. We dealt with telling um, our clients that um, we were changing the way our sales force looked and then coming back two years later and telling them it was going to look another way. But I honestly, in that industry, we did not have a challenge like this one today. I have to be quite candid.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's probably true across the board, no matter what you're talking about. Right.
2: Right. <laughs> But, you know, that being said, I mean, I think that what we're looking at today, and if I can, I don't want to sound like I'm evangelizing or anything, but I think, you know, the, the fundamentals of, of communication stay exactly the same. It's just a little bit more crisis-driven. But I think, you know, the basics are unchanged. I mean, clear, honest, accurate, uh, transparent, coming from a trusted source. I hope this doesn't sound like I'm, you know, preaching to the choir or something here, but I it, it, I just really believe that that's true.
1: Yeah, no, not at all. And I think, you know, to your point about you were communicating how you, they were changing their workforce, I mean, that's exactly what corporate communications professionals are doing through COVID-19. They're communicating a change in procedures, a, a change in safety measures. So, it, I mean, it's similar in that regard.
2: Right. And, it was, and, and again, it had to have a valid sounding reason for it. And so I, of, of all times, I think when you don't want to um, sound like you're selling fluff, this is sure one of them. And I think, you know, the other thing that seems to be going on right now, too, is I, I, my sense is that people are sort of either um, obsessing with information or tuning out information, yeah. depending, depending on what's going on at any particular moment. Right. Again, a, a clear and consistent message is probably especially important.
1: Yes, I would agree with that. I think it reaches far extremes with those two divides <laughs> right now.
2: Right. Yeah, I was just looking at a study by um, Edelman, which is one of the, you know, largest national PR firms and they they certainly are saying uh the same thing that I'm saying, undoubtedly 100% better. So I think I, I think I'm supported in this in this messaging. I mean trust, responsiveness, honest, accurate, timely. Those are the those are the pillars and will always be.
1: Yeah, and that's great advice for any company out there not sure how to reach out to their customers and convey these messages to them and how they're handling it as a company.
2: And I would say too, and I realize I'm talking to an agency, but honestly, so I always ran a corporate communications group and I had my own people, but we always used an agency as well because the idea of getting outside expertise as well as our internal expertise made a fabulous combination. So I would certainly encourage businesses and clients to look to the experts at this point. Smart. The other thing I wanted to say too, make a point of, so as I said, my career is largely in business to business and very specifically professional services. And so there are definite differences between B2C and B2B, but I think at the end of the day, people are people. Yeah. And I think, you know, professionals business business people still want to feel good. I don't know if they want to make sure that they have a pearly white teeth or anything, but they do want to feel good about themselves and their decision, particularly as it affects their profitability. So I think, again, the fundamentals are the same in either case, B2B, B2C.
0: So, Carol, you mentioned briefly about CP Squared and that we'd get into that more later, and you've talked about, it used to be called the I-99 Ad Club, right? But what is it that CP Squared does? Tell us more about and your so role start- and your involvement there.
2: Sure, and shall I start by saying why the name CP Squared? Our full name is Central Pennsylvania Creative Professional, which we wisely shortened to CP Squared. (laughs) So we are a a small group of advertising, creative website designers, podcasters, et cetera, et cetera, and we uh, have been around for roughly 10 years. Our members have all kinds of really interesting clients. We do events such as networking events, we do educational events, we have an annual award show, and we also do a thing called Brand Aid every year where we reach out to a nonprofit and give them some free professional advice on how to improve some of their marketing techniques. This year we face an interesting challenge of trying to do all of this virtually.
0: Yeah, I imagine that is quite a challenge. So, what are some ways that you've pivoted to well, include we're looking, virtual? We're,
2: we're looking at that right now. But we're talking about how to make the bracket awards, which is kind of a of a party event, a virtual event, and so uh, it's pretty much a work in progress to figure out how to make that happen. But we have until October, so I'm completely confident. <laughs> <that we're able laughs> yeah, you'll get so. there. <laughs> if I, and if I could predict October, I would tell you all about it, and you would think I was brilliant. So. <laughs> brilliant.
0: <laughs> Well, in that phrase, work in progress, I think that all communication is always a work in progress, right? Because it's always in context of the way the world is. And so with your view and background in corporate communication, what would be a piece of advice that you bestow on our listeners or the business executives and owners that tune into this when it comes to how they handle their corporate communication in the midst of everything that's going on in the world right now?
2: I am going to repeat myself and say, really, stick with the basics. I mean, it has to be honest. It has to be relevant, especially relevant. Um, It has to come from a trusted source. It has to be transparent. And I would say, from what I'm seeing people do now, there is a slight change of pace in some of the advertising and, and communications that are going on, a little bit less maybe about ourselves and a little bit more about what can we do for you.
1: Yeah, an empathetic tone.
2: Mm-hmm, absolutely, and a sort of we're all in this together tone as well. So,
1: because we are. <laughs>
2: yes, 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 we are. So, I, I try to say something too? About um, I'm talking about we're talking about sort of the the media mix that we recommend, and the, you know, between social and email and and surprise virtual events and things like that. Podcasting is kind of a new thing to me, and um, CP Square did a panel. A couple months ago, Miles, I believe you were a member of that, talking about podcasting. And that was a real eye-opener and very interesting. And now doing one myself, if I were to suggest a media mix to a client, I would definitely say podcasting is something to be considered.
1: Yeah, great.
2: So that's a a new thing to me.
1: (laughs) Well, we're glad that we were able to help expose you to that. So that's
2: pretty cool. I'm oh. just going to, if I may, share an anecdote with you from the Chicago yes. from the Chicago Direct Marketing Days. You know, there's a lot of talk today about pivoting. <laughs> so this may be about pivoting, or it may be um, a story about trying to save yourself after a, a giant boo <laughs> So I don't know if anybody remembers the TV show, The Apprentice, years and years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. it part of our annual conference. We always had a well-known guest speaker, and that year... Um, Bill Rancic, who was the first winner of winner, the contest, yes, okay, it was our guest speaker. So we had this whole, you know, huge convention center on Navy Pier. The board sits on the stage in a dais, eats lunch, talks to Bill, et cetera, et cetera. Time passes, and I get up to introduce Bill, who has written a book called You're Hired, which was the reason he was our guest speaker. And so, in my most wonderful presidential way, I said I'd like to introduce Bill Rancic, who's written a book called You're Fired. And everyone went, no, Carol, it's you're hired. And I said, we have been sitting in this dais for long enough. He's actually written a second book, and it's called You're Fired, and got a huge laugh from the crowd. So my, my moral of that story is try to recover humor never hurts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a great story. So you, thank you it if it you wish. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for sharing that with us, Carol. And thank you for your time today. It was fun walking down memory lane with you a little bit and learning about what you're doing today to give back. I think that's inspiring for so many people and likely for our listeners
2: as well. Well, thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure talking with both of you. I really appreciate it. <laughs>
1: If anyone has any questions about today's episode with Carol, please reach out to Miles and I at podcast at mojoactive.com. That's all we have for today.
0: And until next time, everyone, keep calm and market on.